Am I in the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, I Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread a crushing nose, and I'm on your air Highest necks on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air? What is good, my friends? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? My name is Don Mega, and I'm your host, and I'm so happy that you have joined me tonight. It is season 25, it is episode 2, and tonight's show is titled, I See You. We're broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in lovely Tucson, Arizona, where it's still hot as hell, and we're almost in October. It is a Monday, it is September the 26th. And I'm so happy that you have joined me to get caught up on all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news, everything in the entertainment world, television, movies, reviews, you come right here to Am I on the Air and we get you caught up with all of it. We are going to be reviewing the news between September 13th to September 19th. Um, actually, no, that is wrong. That was last week's episode. <laughs> Duh. So yes, so that is not correct. We are going to be talking everything through September 20th through today, the 26th. So that's the time frame we got here. I don't know why I wrote down last week's show. That was last week's show, our season premiere. Did you listen to that one? I hope that you did. Um, but if not, you can always go back and check out that season premiere episode. We had a lot of good stuff on it. But right now, it's episode two, and we're ready to break down. I got four non-spoiler movie reviews for you guys. Four! I've been busy. Plus, I got some new TV shows to talk about, and some others that I'll briefly run through because... It is season premiere week, and that will continue into this week with a lot of the shows on major network television coming back with their new seasons. So let's not waste any time, and let's jump right on into it. I'm going to start on the movie side, and I'm going to start with the new number one movie in the world, and it's Don't Worry Darling. That's right. We've been hearing a lot about this movie ever since it started being put together. It's a new movie directed by Olivia Wilde. She did Book Smart a couple years ago, and it was a massive hit, and people started lining up to get her to direct stuff, and this was a story she came up with, and she really wanted to make this her next film, and she pitched it, and she pitched it, and she pitched it, finally getting the go-ahead, and she did Don't Worry Darling. Now, this movie has been plagued with a bunch of controversy over the last couple weeks uh, over Shia LaBeouf, who was originally cast in the Harry Styles role. She said she fired, Olivia Wilde said she fired him, he said he quit, then there was controversy with Florence Pugh, 
And then there was Spitgate between Harry Styles and Chris Pine. This thing gets crazy, but let's all push that aside and let's just talk about the movie. This movie is about Alice and Jack. They're lucky enough to be living in the idealized community of Victory, the experimental company town housing the men who work for a top-secret Victory project and their families. But when cracks in their life begin to appear, exposing flashes of something more sinister lurking beneath the attractive facade, Alice can't help questioning exactly what they're doing in Victory and why. So again, this stars Florence Pugh, who I absolutely love. She is fantastic in everything she does. You got Harry Styles. You got Chris Pine. You got Olivia Wilde. You got Gemma Chan. You got Kiki Lane. You got Nick Kroll. It, this is a big cast. This is a really big cast. But yeah, the, if you've seen the trailer, it looks really weird and trippy, right? Because basically it takes place in this little town. And it looks very throwback, right? Like it takes place in the 50s or the 60s. And... The girls are very, you know, their wives, they, they cook, they clean, they stay at home all day and the men go out to work and it's just that old school lifestyle, but things aren't so quite what they seem. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Cause I don't want to spoil anything when it comes to this movie. What I'll say is I had a love hate relationship with this film because I felt the pacing was a little bit off. I felt as I was watching it, like I was into it, but it was taking so long to get where I wanted it to go. The highlights are the acting. Florence Pugh, amazing. Chris Pine, amazing. Olivia Wilde, awesome. Gemma Chan, awesome. Everybody plays their role really, really well in this movie. And it's, of course, led by Florence Pugh. So if she's working on a really high level, the rest of it works very, very well. Um, in my mind, I'm always like kind of ranking the movie in my head already. And, you know, I do it out of five stars. So... Into the movie, I'm like two stars. Then I'm like, oh, three stars. Then I'm like, oh, we're back at two. Uh, we're at three. So I did this roller coaster ride of like two or three stars the whole time. It was crazy. But what I will say is I like the ending. The one of the so it's got a couple twists at the end, and one of them I saw a mile away, so I wasn't shocked to see one of them. And so I was kind of like, okay, but then it kind of shifted again. And then I was like, okay, okay. Uh, so that kind of brought me back to a three. So I'm going to end at a three out of five for Don't Worry Darling. I had a good time at the theater watching it. I would probably watch this again at home. It's not a movie I would say you have to run out to go see, but I think you would enjoy it if you did. I think there's enough good here to outweigh the negative. So that's where I'll leave it. You know, three out of five. It's a good watch. It's now playing in theaters. Like I said, number one movie out there right now. Moving on to movie number two is another theatrical film and it's Barbarian. So I've been saying need for the last couple of weeks that this was a movie I was really interested in going to see because um, I like horror movies and I started to hear really good things about this. So in town for a job interview, a young woman arrives at her Airbnb late at night to only find that has been mistakenly double booked and a strange man is already staying there against her better judgment. She decides to stay the night anyway, but soon discovers that there's much more to be afraid of in the house than the other guest. So I only saw one teaser trailer for this movie. So I went in kind of blind for the first time, not really knowing what I was going to get into. And this movie, all I saw was Bill Skarsgård. And I'm like, well, he's evil, right? Because this is a horror movie with Bill Skarsgård. There's your, there's your bad guy, right? Um, Justin Long is in this movie. Had no idea he was, because I guess he was in the second trailer that I didn't see. Um, and the, the female in this movie, um, 
Georgina, I can't remember her last name, forgive me, Georgina Campbell, I think. Um, she's really, really good in this. And yeah, basically, I don't want to get into any spoilers again, so I'm just going to kind of leave it loose where she shows up for her Airbnb, Bill Skarsgård is the guy staying there, he's like, you know, hey, it's raining, it's bad weather, we're really far out of town, there's a convention in town, so there's no hotels, why don't you just stay the night here tonight, we'll figure it out with the Airbnb company in the morning, and we'll kind of go from there. Um, and they go into the movie, but of course there's noises and there's something going on in the basement and it just turns into this really weird movie. Um, it's, it's very odd and I don't know how I truly feel about this movie. I posted up, um, our TikTok reaction and you can see in my video review, I'm just kind of like, I don't even know what to say. Um, because it's like, there's a lot of parts in this that I like. And then there's a lot of other parts that I'm just like, what the fuck am I watching? So it's it's very, very odd. Um, my boy Peeps has already seen this movie too, and he was asking me to come on his show and we can maybe do a do a review on it together just to discuss uh, in spoiler form. And I think we're going to do that just because this is an odd movie to talk out. Um, at the end of the day, I enjoyed it. I don't think I'd want to watch it again though, and that kind of sucks for a horror movie. I would give it three out of five as well. Um it really probably is more of a two and a half out of five. Um, but, but I think there was enough, again, I thought there was enough good to outweigh the bad. And I didn't mind spending the time watching this when it was all said and done. So that's always a big, good sign, right? I didn't walk out being like, God, I just wasted the last two hours of my life. I enjoyed it. It just took me down a ride I didn't expect. And I don't know if I liked the payoff, but I still enjoyed the ride. So three out of five for Barbarian. And then um, the other new movie I saw that I want to review is Meet Cute. Meet Cute is a straight-to-streaming movie that is a Peacock original, and it stars Kaylee Cuoco and Pete Davidson. And basically, this movie is a wildly inventive deconstruction of the romantic comedy built around the question, what would you do if you could travel to your loved one's past, heal their traumas, fix their problems, and change them into the perfect partner? So yes, the, the way this movie was pitched to me was like a romantic rom-com uh, with time travel. And I was like, that's really interesting. And that is the premise here, right? Like, so Kaylee Cuoco time travels in this movie, but she time travels to the very first time she meets Pete Davidson's character and they have a great first date. And then she com continues to just repeat that loop going back to that night when she meets him. And reliving that night because it's such a good night. And then it's like she's too scared to move on. But things start happening and we go from there. This movie was a letdown. It was a letdown. I, I like Kaylee Cuoco. I like Pete Davidson. I thought the concept sounded kind of cool. So I was down. But the movie was boring. And I just didn't like seeing the same thing repeat over and over and over again. I thought the decisions the characters made were stupid. And... It just didn't work for me. I'm sorry. So I would give Meet Cute two out of five stars. It was just okay at best. It is a streaming movie, so I'm going to cut a little bit of slack. If you would like to check it out, it is streaming on Peacock right now. Um, it's only an hour and a half, so it was an easy run through. Um, but it just it just didn't work for me overall. So Meet Cute two out of five. And then lastly, I want to talk about Avatar. Avatar is back in theaters for a big re-release, right? So we know we're finally in December getting Avatar 2, The Way of the Water, um, which looks so good. 
And 13 years ago, we had Avatar back in 2009. Um, and it's been a long time, right? We haven't seen it in theaters in 13 years. It is the biggest movie of all time. So James Cameron reissuing it, putting it in 4K high definition, and putting it back in a new 3D format and back in theaters for a very limited time only. So I went over the weekend, took my daughter to see the IMAX 3D version, and she was kind of on the fence. She was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this, Dad. And I'm like, you know what? This is a really cool 3D movie. Sit back and enjoy. And about a half hour into the film, she was she leaned over to me and she was like, I really like this. And I was just like, oh, my heart. It feels so good. And then about another hour into the movie, she's like, I am loving this, Dad. And she leaned forward in her seat and the wonder in her eyes and seeing the 3D, seeing this story unfold between Jake Sully and Natiri, right? Like just seeing everything go together with the performances and with the way Pandora looks. And you would never know that this movie originally came out in 2009. It looks so beautiful. I was blown away. Like this looks like a 2022 film. And there is a mid credit scene where they show a whole scene from part two that is underwater and it looks beautiful. You can see the 3d is even another step up and I am, I was already excited for part two. And now my excitement is through the roof. And when we walked out of the movie, my daughter said, that is my new favorite movie ever. I loved it. And she's already asking to watch it here at home. She's like, do you own that movie? Can we watch it at home? I'm like, sure thing, baby girl. Sure thing. So I love that she walked out with that wonder. She loves these characters. Um, she fell in love with Natiri. She she thought she was so cool. And that's what meant a lot to me, man. You know, in 2009, when I saw this movie, I didn't have a daughter. And here I am 13 years later with my eight-year-old showing her this movie that is one of my all-time favorites and seeing it become one of her all-time favorites. Oh, there's just something so special about that between a father and a daughter. Um, just that connection and just that, that awe and wonder. Beautiful. So... I can't recommend it enough. If you can get to a theater and see Avatar in this re-release, it's only going to be playing for a very limited time. Get out and do it. See it on the biggest screen possible. You're not going to regret it. It's so, so good. And of course, five out of five stars. I love this movie so much. Okay, let's go on over to the TV side. So a new show that I checked out is called Reboot. Now, Reboot is a comedy that's basically about an old sitcom. Think about like a Family Matters, right? That was in the 90s. It was super cheesy. But then it suggested like, hey, let's make it a Hulu show now. Bring it back with the original cast, but make it a little bit edgier and crazy, right? Because it's on Hulu. It's not on regular TV. So they get the original cast back together, which is Keegan-Michael Key, Johnny Knoxville, Judy Greer. You got Rachel Bloom in this, Paul Reiser. Um, and they basically are filming this new reboot of this old show. And this is a comedy. It's a little half-hour comedy that's on Hulu. They released the first three episodes. I binged through those so fast. This show is hilarious. If you like comedies at all, you need to jump on Reboot on Hulu. It's so damn good. I absolutely loved it and cannot recommend it enough to everybody out there. So check that one out. 
Okay, the next one I want to get into is Dahmer. That's right, the new true story about the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, situation. It's called Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. And this stars Evan Peters as Jeffrey Dahmer. You got Richard Jenkins in here, Molly Ringwald, uh, Niecy Nash. So really good cast. And I'm only one episode into this, and this shit is batshit crazy. Evan Peters is awesome as Jeffrey Dahmer. This show is dark, it's gruesome, it's um, hardcore, and I can't wait to watch more. It's it's a, a really good show. This is streaming on Netflix. It's 10 episodes, all 10 episodes streaming right now. So jump on this one. Dahmer is pretty damn great. And my last new show... Is the one you're probably wondering if I'm going to talk about. It's the new Star Wars show, Andor. So Andor finally dropped. They actually dropped the first three episodes as well this past Wednesday. I've only watched the first episode so far. It's been really busy. You can see we've watched a lot of stuff. So this is about Cassie and Andor, the main character from the Rogue One spinoff movie. But this show is set five years earlier. And um, I'm going to say it. I didn't like this premiere very much. I'm not a big fan of Rogue One, and this first episode just kind of dragged for me. Now, I've heard episode two gets a little better. I heard episode three is great, so maybe it's going to get there. I will continue through it, but I had a feeling I wasn't going to like this as much as the other Star Wars stuff, and my feeling was true. So episode one, a little rough for me, but we'll see where it goes. And then, of course... It, like I said, it was premiere week, so there was a lot of other stuff that was on TV. We had the premiere of The Voice. We had the premiere of The Neighborhood. Um, let's see here. Abbott Elementary, which was a great season premiere for season two. The Goldbergs came back for season 10. The Mass Singer is back. Um, Big Sky is back for season three, which was awesome. Shark Tank was back, and that was awesome for its season 14 premiere, which was live in front of the studio audience. Home Economics was back for season three, so a lot of great, great stuff going down on TV, and more premieres will continue into this week. So that's our reviews. Once again, in theaters, Don't Worry Darling, three out of five. Meet Cute, only two out of five. Barbarian, three out of five. And Avatar, of course, five out of five. And then check out Reboot over on Hulu, Dahmer on Netflix, and Andor now streaming on Disney+. Plus. All right, so let's talk box office let's see how this weekend shaked out all right so coming in at number 10 we got minions rise of Gru, which is now streaming on peacock number nine is top gun maverick number eight is dc league of super pets which hits hbo max today so you can now check that out if you haven't seen it number seven is bullet train which comes out on vod tomorrow i've already pre-ordered it and my copy is waiting in my voodoo uh, number six is See How They Run. Number five is Pearl, the prequel to X, which I did try to watch X over the weekend at like two in the morning on Saturday and I fell asleep. So could not review X, but I heard some good things about Pearl. So we'll see where it goes. Number four is Barbarian, which we just talked about. Number three is Avatar, man. Avatar killing it in its re-release with $10 million, which is amazing for a re-release 13 years later. Number two is The Woman King. Uh, and then number one, don't worry, darling. They were estimating at one point this movie would make about twenty nine million over the weekend, and then it dropped like forty percent from Friday to Saturday, which is a big, big drop. So word of mouth, I guess, was 
starting to get around on this thing. And then they were thinking it'll make about 23, 24 mil for the weekend. And it actually only made 19.2. So coming in under expectations, but still easily winning the weekend. 19.2, still pretty strong for a movie like this. It didn't cost a ton of money. So decent start for Don't Worry Darling. And that is your box office report, my friends. Um, yeah, let's switch gears. <laughs> let's, I thought it was missing something else, but nope. Let's switch gears and let's get into our news of the week. Okay, so for those of you wondering, it is confirmed that Namor in Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever is a mutant. That is correct. So they have officially announced that he will be the MCU's second mutant after we know that Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel was a mutant. So now we know Namor is. So very, very cool there. Uh, the Last of Us, HBO just released a new teaser trailer today because I guess it's Last of Us Day. I didn't even know that they had a day based on a video game, but it is. So HBO dropped the first teaser trailer for it and it looks awesome. So looking very, very forward to The Last of Us with Pedro Pascal. Speaking about Pedro Pascal, he is teasing once again that there might be a Mandalorian movie on the way. That's right. That uh, He says they are thinking about taking it to the big screen. Uh that it's in conversation, and we'll see where it goes. So, for those of you wondering, we might be getting some more Mando on the big screen. Just a reminder that Dancing with the Stars new season is exclusively on Disney+. Plus. So, if you've been wondering where that's at, you gotta go find it on Disney+. Plus. SNL uh, cast members have been dropping like flies on this show, and it's just been announced that Chris Red is leaving after five seasons. He's the latest cast exit. I love Chris Red. Uh, he's so good in most of the sketches he does, especially when he's with Keenan. So this is another big hit, man. They have lost a majority of their biggest players on this show. And it's coming back with a new season. I think this Saturday is the season premiere. And I'm, I'm really curious to see how they end up pulling this one off with uh, missing a lot of their biggest guns. Um, so we'll, con we'll continue to see good luck for Chris red on whatever he decides to do. A lot of rumors going around that star girl and Titans are going to have a crossover. I don't know if it'll actually be on star girl or if it'll be on Titans, but we've seen some set photos. So we'll leave that out at the rumor for now. Cause it still hasn't been confirmed. So there you go on that. Um, the loneliest boy in the world. We have the new trailer for the new supernatural comedy. So you could check that out again. All the trailers we talk about, these are all on our Twitter page. So if you go to twitter.com slash, am I on the air, you'll be able to find all this stuff. We have the first trailer for the upcoming Hellraiser reboot, which is coming soon to Hulu. This trailer was awesome. I'm not the biggest Hellraiser guy, but I like Hellraiser and I was really excited about a reboot and this trailer looks straight out the eighties and I loved it. So looking really, really forward to the new Hellraiser. Sarah Paulson is set to play Gwen Shamblin in the upcoming HBO max series, the way down. So love Sarah Paulson. She's always great in everything she does. So I'm sure that'd be awesome. The new mutants. Remember that movie, the last in the X-Men franchise after Disney bought out Fox. Well, the new mutants will finally hit streaming on Disney plus in October. So coming very, very soon, you'll be able to check that out under the Marvel umbrella on Disney plus Kelly Marie Tran is set to star as an activist, Amanda Nagoyan in a new powerful film based on actual events. Uh, I really liked her in the star Wars film. So hopefully she did knocks it out the park there. Jeremy Allen white is set to join Jesse Buckley and Riz Ahmed for the new Apple plus original film fingernails detective night 
Rogue. We have a new trailer for another Bruce Willis movie. It's crazy, man. Bruce Willis retired like five years ago (laughs) and somehow still has a new movie coming out every month. I don't know how he filmed this many damn movies. And it might actually be a trilogy. They're saying that he might have filmed three of these Detective Night movies and it's night with a K. <laughs> that it might be like Detective Night, Christmas Night, Halloween Night. Uh, that there might be this trilogy that he filmed before retiring. So we'll see uh, what ends up coming out of this. But check out the new trailer that just dropped. We also have the trailer for The Midnight Club. This is Mike Flanagan's new series. It's coming to Netflix in October. Kevin Smith says that Harvey Weinstein is holding Dogma hostage. That's right. If you notice... Dogma is not available on any streaming service. You can't even buy it right now if you wanted to. Um, and Kevin Smith says that um, Harvey Weinstein is trying to sell it to him for $5 million. So I don't know what Kevin Smith's going to do. I think he should probably just start like a GoFundMe, and I'm sure he can raise the money pretty damn quick. Um, but kind of crazy, man. It's like, let the guy have his damn film back, you know? Because, yeah, I'm missing Dogma in my collection. I need to add that in. The Equalizer Season 3 has added Donnell Logue as a CIA vet and Gloria Rubin as a spoiler. I can't tell you. But Season 3 premieres Sunday, October 2nd. Uh, Retta is set to reunite with Good Girls executive producers for a new um, NBC crime drama called Murder by the Book. She's super, super funny. I loved Good Girls, so I'll be definitely checking out what she does next. Over on SNL again, we found out that Miles Teller is actually going to host the season 48 premiere that starts Saturday. Brendan Gleeson, along with Megan Thee Stallion, are also tapped for hosting duties. Your Honor's second and final season will air on Showtime in December. Still not understanding how this show is getting a second season. I love season one, but season one does not end with... Let's do a second season. I'm just going to say that. So it's going to be curious to see what they do with it, but I'll be tuning in. Inside Amy Schumer, season five is finally coming, and it's coming to Paramount+. Plus. So keep an eye on that. Inside Amy Schumer, finally coming to Paramount+. Plus. Remember, originally it was on Comedy Central. Golden Globes, uh, they took last year off, but they're going to be returning to NBC in 2023. So look for the new award ceremony coming back. We have the trailer to Welcome to Chippendales, which is Hulu's uh, new stripper crime drama starring Kumail Nanjiani. So definitely check that out. Uh, Peacock has entered the adult animation land with um, NPR series from Mike Judge and Greg Daniels. Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me, will release globally on Apple TV Plus on November 4th. Um, So this is an Apple original film that's uh, directed by Alec Keshian. And it's going to be a six-year labor of love. So there you go for all the Selena Gomez fans. November 4th, Apple TV+. Plus. Drew Goddard, uh, who I like a lot, um, he has just signed up to do a new cop drama over at ABC. Uh, the Untitled Project has already received a pilot order from the network, and it's based on a French series. Um, let's see here. Lethal Weapon 5, Mel Gibson is talking about that they're getting ready to go into uh, pre-production on it. Um, so yes, we are still moving along with Lethal Weapon 5. Marvel Studios' Fantastic Four has already found its writers. Um, so there you go. Now we found two of their writers. Um, you probably won't know who they are or what projects they've worked on, but we're moving forward on this, um, Fantastic Four script, which is always great to hear. 
Do you remember the old horror David Cronenberg film Scanners came out way back in the day? Well, HBO is looking to do a series. So, yes, there is a series in development over at HBO with David Cronenberg actually producing. So a Scanners TV show sounds very, very interesting. Jonathan Bailey confirmed to join Universal's musical adaptation of Wicked. Um, so, you know, at first it was just being reported that he was in talks, but the director has already confirmed, yes, he has the role. So there you go. Very, very cool. Lily Collins is set to lead a new Hulu miniseries about the infamous crypto couple called Razzlecon. There you go. The infamous crocodile of Wall Street. Logan Lerman joins Joey King in a new Hulu miniseries called We Were the Lucky Ones. We have some photos of Shotgun Wedding, which is Jennifer Lopez's new action rom-com that's coming soon to Amazon Prime Video. We have the new trailer for Strange World, which is the new Disney movie. Um, I like this trailer because the teaser trailer sucked. I'm just going to be honest. The teaser trailer really sucked and nobody was interested in this thing. But then this trailer came out, turned up the interest. So good job. Uh, Cameron Diaz coming out of retirement. She is back in action. And that is an actual film name. Um, she has not appeared in a film in over eight years, but she's stepping out of retirement to join Jamie Foxx in the upcoming movie back in action. The flash has added the one hundreds Richard Harmon as captain boomerang for its final season. So yes, they recast captain boomerang, but it looks like this is going to be the true captain boomerang right out the comic book. Saw the outfit looks pretty damn cool. Reacher season two has added Serena Swan to the cast who I, she's so uh, and Dominic Lombardarzi, Rory Cochran, and a whole bunch of other side players. So Reacher Season 2 now in production. So very, very happy to see that we're moving forward on that. Season 1 was great. Criminal Minds, the revival is officially titled Criminal Minds Evolution. And it has been given a November release date. So there you go there. They're going to break it into two parts. November will kick it off and then... It's going to come back again either at the end of December or in January. So get ready for Criminal Minds Evolution. Um, yeah, John M. Chu, who's directing Wicked, um, confirmed Bridgerton star Jonathan Bailey has been cast uh, in the film, like I said. So it is confirmed there. Alrighty, we have the new trailer for Knock at the Cabin. Oh, dude, this is M. Nine Shyamalan's new movie, which comes out February 3rd, 2023. And uh, stars Dave Batista, and this movie looks crazy. Love this trailer. Can't wait to see this movie. M. Night Back Baby, February 3rd, 2023. Knock at the Cabin. Check out that trailer. Jerome Flynn has joined the Yellowstone prequel series, 1923. Uh, Apple TV Plus has landed Vince Gilligan's next series, and he has brought on Rhea Seahorn. To lead the series. Of course, Vince Gillian from Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, Rhea Seahorn from Better Call Saul. So he's keeping the family close, um, having her lead his new upcoming Apple TV Plus series. So I'm sure everybody's going to be really on board with that. Congratulations to Reservation Dogs. It's been renewed for season three over on FX. Shersha Ronan is set to star in Steve McQueen's new World War II movie called Blitz. Uh, we have the trailer for Rosaline, which puts the spotlight onto Romeo's ex, and this is coming soon to Hulu. Uh, Miss Marvel season two is being teased by the directors. That's right. They were uh, tweeting about a week ago and they were like, season two, anyone? And everybody's losing their mind. Like, oh my God, Miss Marvel's got a season two. 
I don't think this is any kind of confirmation. We have not seen anything from Marvel. I think this is just the directors trying to get a pulse on if people want a season two, and they'll probably go from there. So there you go. Um, Super Mario Brothers, you know, we've been waiting for this animated movie to come out, right? Because we got Chris Pratt doing a me to me a Mario, and I don't know how he's going to sound. It's going to be crazy. Uh, but they're debuting the first trailer at New York Comic Con, which is on October 6th, and it will premiere to the rest of the world as well, too. October 6th, 4 p.m. Eastern, the teaser trailer premiere of Nintendo and Illuminations Super Mario Brothers film coming out April 7th, 2023. So we'll see how that goes uh we have the trailer for bardo which is alejandro gianniritu's newest film um let's see here sorry we talked about a couple of these things so i'm just kind of scooting through oh that new vince gilligan show we just talked about with Rhea seahorn it's already been given a two-season order over at apple so you're gonna be getting it for sure true detective season four is moving forward it's adding some more supporting players to the cast Final Destination 6 has found its directors. That's right, two directors uh, coming that were announced uh, earlier this week. Uh, Zach Lepofsky and Adam B. Stein, best known for the 2018 sci-fi thriller Freaks, will be directing the long-awaited Final Destination 6. Very little is known about the plot beyond the simple concept that at the core of the franchise, which involves someone cheating death and having it catch up with them. Um, so there you go there. I love final destination. It's been a long time, man. The last movie was over 10 years ago. So it's, uh, it's been quite some damn time. So we'll see, but I'm, I'm super excited to see this franchise come back. This thing can go on forever. As far as I'm concerned, Ryan Reynolds, new upcoming Apple led musical spirited, which is him and Will Ferrell. Is coming soon. It's coming to Apple TV Plus theatrically first. It will hit theaters for a couple days on November 11th and then make its streaming debut through Apple TV a week later on November 18th. Directed by Sean Anders, who also directed both Daddy's Home films. Led by Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. It is a Christmas musical. This sounds crazy. Um, but I'm down because the cast is great. So I don't need to know anything else. I am down for Spirited. Um Kids versus Aliens. We have the first trailer for that coming out before Halloween. HBO has set the White Lotus Season 2 premiere. That's right. The White Lotus Season 2 is coming back. And it is officially hitting HBO on October 30th. So we are just about a month away from getting the White Lotus Season 2. Love Season 1. We'll see where Season 2 takes us. A new Cloverfield film is in the works. That's right. It's been a long time since we've had a Cloverfield film. Um, But this one's in the works. It's got a director. And supposedly... This is actually going to be a true sequel to the first movie. So we'll see if it sticks to that. Because you know all the other sequels have been kind of... Maybe it's in the same universe, but they're all over the place. This supposedly is in the same pocket of the first movie. So we'll see how that goes. We have the new trailer for Pray for the Devil. This movie I feel like was supposed to come out like two years ago. Kept getting pushed back, kept getting pushed back. I will say, even though I still don't want to see this movie, the new trailer is a lot better than the first one. So check that out if you're a horror junkie. Nick Frost and Lena Headey are set to lead a new comedy thriller called Savalta. Um, Jurassic World Dominion, congratulations, has been on Peacock for like a month already, and it just crossed a billion dollars at the box office. So never took it out of theaters. It kept making money, kept making money, and now it hit the billion-dollar club. So congratulations there to Jurassic World Dominion. Dead Boy Detectives, which is a spinoff of... uh, uh, Doom Patrol over on HBO Max is starting to put their cast together, and they've just added Lucas Gage as Thomas the Cat King. 
So I know nothing about Dead Boy Detectives, but there you go. For those of you that do, it's moving along. Uh, John Hamm gave up 60% of his salary to finish shooting the comedy Confess Fletch after the financiers refused. So they were making this movie and then COVID hit and then it looked like people started backing out of it and they weren't going to be able to finish the film. So John Hamm gave up 60% of his salary to finish making the movie. Very, very cool of him to do that. So congratulations there, man. I will support this film just because of that. We know now that Wednesday, the uh, new Netflix series from Tim Burton, um, of course, set in the Adams Family world, will be making its streaming debut on Netflix November 23rd. And yes, that is a Wednesday. <laughs> so there you go. Wednesday on a Wednesday. They strategically placed that one. The Queerest Folk reboot has officially been canceled by Peacock after just one season. Uh, Golden Globes, Chris Rock turned down a huge payday to host in 2023. So, yeah, good luck trying to get Chris Rock to host any award show at this point. Um, John Cena setting a Guinness World Record for the most Make-A-Wish Foundation wishes. Man, how cool of John Cena to do this. It's so, so awesome. Congratulations. I love this guy. Most uh, Over 650 wishes granted, the most of anyone. The Nun 2 is moving forward. It's got a release date of September 8th, 2023. Project is going to begin shooting in October. And um, Storm Reed will, uh, will, um, is going to be the lead in The Nun 2. So very cool there. Congratulations to her. Um, let's see here. Outer Banks Season 3 teaser trailer has dropped. The Lupin Season 3 teaser trailer was dropped. A lot of Netflix trailers dropped over the weekend because Netflix did their big to-doom event that they do once a year, once or even twice a year, where they show all their new projects coming out. So there was a lot of news and teaser trailers that came out. So you got the Outer Bank Season 3, Lupin Season 3, The Witcher Season 3 poster, and it's going to come out next summer, so summer of 2023. The teaser trailer for They Clone Tyrone, starring Jamie Foxx and John Boyega and Tiona Paris, that is coming soon. Uh, the Witcher Blood Origin is coming out soon. This is, of course, the uh, Witcher spinoff prequel series set 1,200 years before the show. Uh, we have the trailer for The Watcher, which is a new miniseries coming to Netflix uh, in October. It looks really, really good. You. One of my favorite shows, You, is coming back for season four. And they're going to do the Stranger Things to this one. They're going to split it into two parts. Part one comes out in February. Part two comes out in March. So not too much of a split between the two. Um, but, yeah, part one and two coming out February and March. You, season four, with a little teaser trailer, came out. We have the teaser trailer for The Mother, which is Jennifer Lopez's new action flick. Your Place or Mine is a new Reese Witherspoon rom-com that's coming. Manifest Season 4 dropped its Netflix trailer uh, and reveals it's Part 1 that's coming out. Emily in Paris Season 3 coming out in December. Um, the Crown Season 5 coming from Netflix. Shadow and Bone sneak peek of Season 2, so check that out if you're interested. Enola Holmes trailer, that's right. Henry Cavill, we can't get him back for Man of Steel 2, but he came back for Enola Holmes 2, so just keep that in mind. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, of course, this was a big hit for Netflix a couple years ago uh, as she plays Sherlock Holmes' sister. Uh, Henry Cavill back as Sherlock Holmes and Enola Holmes 2 coming out in November. Um, James Earl Jones has officially retired as the voice of Darth Vader. That's right. He signed over the rights 
they also said they could use um, his voice in digital. So basically saying they could use old voice footage of him from the other movies and kind of splice it together if they want to. Um, but he is officially retired and signed over the rights. I guess he actually had voice rights to the character and he signed them over. So sad to hear that go. I don't know why you would sign over voice rights. I'm like, to me, if I was a voice actor, I would hold on to it till I died. But <laughs> that's just me. Um, we also going back to Netflix. We got Dead to Me, the final season coming in November with a new trailer there. Uh, I love the show Dead to Me. I've been waiting for this final season to come out. Um, got really delayed because of COVID and then uh, just a lot of stuff going on. But finally, November, I'm ready for Dead to Me. Um, like I said, Shadow and Bone Season 2. Got the new teaser trailer for that. Uh, CSI Vegas will write out Sarah and Gil in Season 2. Um, let's see here. Rihanna is going to perform at the Super Bowl 57 halftime show in February. Big Brother has been renewed for Season 25 over on CBS. Lauren Michaels promises SNL's weekend update segment will remain the same throughout the midterms with head writer Colin Jost and Michael Che back at the helm. So even with all the people leaving, he says that won't change, which is one of the biggest segments of the show is weekend update. Um, let's see here again. We got a lot of video reviews that we've dropped on TikTok, So make sure you check out all the video reviews. Our quick reactions are 60 seconds and less uh, to find out what is going on in the world of movies and music. Uh, I don't know why I said music, but movies and TV shows, not music. Um, but yes, those are all up on TikTok and our Instagram. Uh, and we even tweet them out from time to time as well, too. Just making sure everybody can see them when they need to see them. Um, but that, my friends, is it. That is our news of the week. Taking you through everything up through today that has dropped. So um, thank you so much for tuning in. We've kept it nice and sweet right at that 40-minute mark, even with all the movie and TV show reviews. Like I said, a lot of more shows re uh, renewing and coming back this week. So much TV. So much stuff going on. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait to see what we could talk to you about next week. So let's do some plugs. Amiontheair.com is the official webpage, so make sure you bookmark that. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash am I on the air. Give us a like and follow our page. Of course, Twitter, follow us at am I on the air. Follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. Make sure you follow all one word. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Make sure so you never miss an episode. If Apple's not your thing, we're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Podcast, Amazon Music. We're on all the favorite platforms so you never miss a beat. Make sure you subscribe to us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. We're on all the socials. Just search Am I on the Air. It's really easy to find. Thanks to our great affiliates at reddragonsradio.com. Follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio. Thank you to the Pop Culture Pros, always streaming us on demand as well. Follow on Twitter at popculture underscore pros. And just thank you to you, to all the great fans out there. If you'd like to support the show, look in the show notes. It says support the show. Cash app link is there. You can leave whatever you would like. And uh, we definitely appreciate it. So thank you once again, everybody, on this Monday, September the 26th. When we come back next week, it's going to be October. Time just keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping away into the future. Just keeps going, guys. We don't stop. Um, so, yeah. So have an amazing week. Take care of yourselves and each other. And until we meet again, y'all. Peace. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening.
Red Dragons! Red Dragons!